You woke? Time to get up. Good morning. Welcome to Thought You Awoke, No Speed Limit Podcast. Hey, I apologize. I'm going to talk about Haiti for a few minutes. I apologize to the folks in Haiti and the folks here in America who are Haitian. I have not spoken of this on my podcast. I should have. We have. I've been inundated by the Afghan incident and all those things. Now, that is something I need to talk about because it goes into this thing about black and brown people. Um... Now, the images of what's going on right now at the border with 12,000 Haitians um, at the border who cross and they have this camp near the Rio Grande in Texas, uh, what the Americans are doing doesn't look good. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, there's several reasons. Recently, just, just yesterday, an image came out of uh, Border Patrol agents on horseback chasing Haitians across the Rio Grande. Now, from what I hear, these Haitians are going back and forth across the border to get food because, of course, there are food shortages on this side, and the Americans are not giving a whole lot of food out there. They're trying to give out food and water, but I, I hear there's food shortages. So, uh, Haitians are going across the border, back across the border into Mexico to get food and water and bring it back across the Rio Grande. Now, as that happens now, the uh, Border Patrol agents are patrolling that river on horseback and chasing these men out of the country. Now, that image alone has a detrimental image towards black people. When black people see this, they think of uh, slave patrols. Um, in the, the fugitive patrols that, that used to happen during slavery time. You see that it looked like men, they were chasing these men on horseback. There's one image of a, a white border patrol agent with a cowboy hat on grabbing a black man that seemed like he had a bag of food in his hand. And that's what most of them were doing, they're bringing food across the border. I don't think, you know, uh, there's a chance there could have been some smugglers among them. There is a chance. But uh, these people had crossed the border uh, from from uh, Mexico into uh, the United States hoping to seek asylum. Now, from what I hear, these folks have been in places like Chile and Brazil for years, like since 2010, since that earthquake, because Haiti has not recovered from that earthquake. And, and now they've had another earthquake um, along with the assassination of their president, and their government is in chaos. You've got, uh, you still have the gangs in control in Haiti on the streets in Haiti. There's no real control. There's no, hasn't been a crackdown on this thing. They're still investigating what happened with the assassination of the president. Everything is in chaos. And at the same time, you've got people still trying to recover from the earthquake. You had people who were killed uh, and they're trying to recover the bodies from the earthquake. Uh, what was it, a month ago now? Not to mention that somewhere in there there was a tropical storm that had went through Haiti and it did damage also. Haiti is in chaos. Now, understand, like I said, these Haitians that are here on the border, most of them have not been in Haiti since 2010. But what's the point of going back to your homeland when your homeland is in chaos and you're probably doing better in Chile and Brazil, Panama, Mexico, and other places that you have been camped out in their camps? 
but you're trying hard to get to the United States because life is better in the United States, or at least that's what you're told, right? In fact, one image I saw yesterday was of several men dressed in uh, American flag pants crossing the Rio Grande with their bags on their back. You know, that thing says, give us, you know, uh, Lady Liberty says, give us your tired, your hungry, and your poor. They used to uh, process you on Ellis Island a long time ago before you came into the United States. Immigration has always been a problem in the United States. There, there, there's documented history where people have uh, committed violence against immigrants from places like Ireland, Italy, uh, um, South America. The history is there that America has a problem with immigration, even though this is a nation of immigrants. The indigenous people of this land are the only people that are original people here. Everybody else is an immigrant. <clears throat> the immigrants won out and they created the United States of America. That's what happened. And those immigrants brought with them people that look like me to work their fields, things like that from Africa as slaves. So then we see this image of Haitian refugees at the border being chased by men on horseback, white men on horseback, Mexican men on horseback, I mean, uh, Mexican-American men on horseback with what looks like whips, even though they probably weren't using the whips on them, that, that there's some doubt as to what was really going on in that picture. But they're chasing these men, they, they're grabbing these men. It looked just like that situation. And at the same time, like I said, Afghanistan, they're flying in people from uh, refugees from Afghanistan. They say they have been vetted. I wonder how you vet people in two weeks. Have they been vetted over months? How do you vet people in two weeks and you're able to fly them into the United States? Yet you can't do anything with these people on the border except put them on a plane and fly them back to Haiti. Back to the situation where in chaos, where there's no food. Or, well, no, I'm not going to say there isn't any food, but your life is always in danger. You don't have any food or shelter, especially if you hadn't been there in years. They put you on a bus and drive you off somewhere and drop you off. There's no direction as to where you're going. You're not where you came from when you went to Haiti, were in Haiti before. Maybe your other family's gone, or maybe your family is still here at the border in the United States. I just don't think that what the United States is doing right now is good for their image. You know, you always got the Republican side that's going to say, that's why we need to close our borders. We need to close them down. We need to build a wall and keep people out. As long as they're black and brown, right? Well, actually, the Republicans have problems with Afghans, too, because they claim there's too many terrorists among them than we've let them into the United States. Personally, you know, Nobody's looking at a Canadian border where you can just take a step across the border. Literally, there are places where you can step across the border and there's been people who cross the border on a daily basis and never, ever get caught. You aren't building a wall across the Canadian border. You're only building across the Mexican border. I think it's because there's too many black and brown folks down there. I, I, I really do. I really think that is the issue. It's too many black and brown folks crossing the southern border and that's a problem for the united states 
even with the Afghans, the difference is, I said this the other day and it got me in a whole bunch of trouble with people on Facebook. Who cares? Um, the difference between Afghans and Haitians is what they can do for the United States. Brown-skinned folks, black folks like me, people of African descent, it's harder to assimilate into the United States. There are literally videos of Afghan people who have come to the United States and they've converted to Christianity and uh, they've adopted the ways of America. And they're opposed to everything that they think is against America, including Black Lives Matter and all those other things. Not saying that they all do that. That would be wrong to say that. That's not true. But it's what they can do for the United States. America was smart about who they took. Believe me, they took people who have education, people who can uh, work in doctor's offices, people who are computer engineers, uh, people who have experience working in the government, um, business executives, businessmen, folks who are well-read, that's who they took. Now, at the border of Mexico, you got these Haitians. You're not sure what you're going to get. They were smart enough to get on a boat and go to Chile and Brazil and live there for years. They may even know multiple languages by now. But you don't know anything else about them. You haven't had a chance to vet. That's one thing that the, our government is saying, that we need to vet these people before they come into the country. But... You're putting them on a plane, sending them back to Haiti. They're loading them on buses, sending them to God knows where. Are they getting a processing sentence so they get a chance to come back to the United States? Or is the United States saying, all they're saying right now is don't come. They're saying don't come. Maybe the one thing Trump was right. We need a processing center in Mexico, Brazil, Chile, somewhere where these people can go and stand in line with American representatives and then go through the vetting process and let them into the United States. That might be what we need to do. And for those at the border, I hear that they're taking some of them who say they're seeking asylum because, like I said, there's gang violence in Haiti. People are dying on the streets of Haiti because of gang violence. These gangs were in control before when the president was in office and he was working with some of these gangs, from what I hear. May not all be true, but he was working with some of these gangs, literally in Haiti. So people are coming here to seek asylum to get away from that violence. It's kind of like the drug cartels in Mexico. People come to the United States to get away from that. So then that's why you have cries of MS-13 and all that stuff from those folks on Fox. Remember, everybody that's coming across the border from the South is a terrorist. See, Trump was the most honest when it came to how he felt about immigration. He said, we need people from Switzerland, Sweden, and places like that to immigrate to the United States, not from these shithole countries. I mean, that's called honesty. Regardless of how I actually feel about what he said, that's honesty. He's not playing games like the Democrats or the Republicans are doing right now. They play games. They're not telling you the truth. They don't tell the truth. They, they play games. They want to play hardball. Republicans want to play hardball. They just want to build a big old wall and keep everybody out. Don't let these black and brown people here. Like I said, you ain't building one in Canada. Oh, we don't need to. That border's under control. Really? I know some folks right now I can tell you, hey, watch this. Watch me jump across the border. 
Watch me jump across the board. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Some of the sleeper cell of terrorists that in the United States just came across the border of Canada. They just drove in. Show them a driver's license. You don't know that, but it's, it's probably true. Now, I'm not claiming to be an expert in this thing or not. I, I've read newspapers and read the news just like everybody else. I've been listening to pod, other podcasts. Uh, I watched, listened to uh, Benjamin Dixon's show the other day. And this young lady that's on the show, uh, she's Haitian. She was giving her information about Haiti. See, people don't know the deeper part of this whole thing. See, the deeper part of this whole thing is how the United States is involved in Haiti. How American money is involved in Haiti. Haiti was growing rice. Here comes the Americans taking up and buying land and doing all that stuff, making these people work on the land for other crops. It's, it all, doesn't just happen in Haiti. It's happening in Africa, too. I'm sure it's happening in Jamaica. It's a common thing. The foreigners come in and they want to grow their crops in your land where you were growing a cash crop that you were always growing that was making money for you. Now you've taken that and you're doing something else, right? Because people need money in poor countries. All I know is with this Haitian situation, there are people suffering right now in Haiti. They're still looking for bodies from the earthquake that happened over a month ago. Yet we're sending these people back into that situation. They're still reeling from the fact that their president this year was assassinated. There has been gang violence on the street. I keep saying this over and over again. There's been gang violence on the street because of this. The government is in chaos. Do you think they can handle all these uh, immigrants just suddenly just, okay, I'm going to drop them off. See you later. Bye-bye. That's America's way of doing things. So, oh, we're not just dropping them off. We're not doing that. Uh, we're dropping them off and giving them a chance to be processed. From what I saw, they were picking them up, putting them on buses and carrying them off and they didn't care what happened. They don't care what happened to you once they drop you off. You're outside the United States. That's what counts. That's how this works. It's sad. Sad to see this, man. More to come later. I must confess, I, I uh, this weekend I did not watch the Emmy Awards show. I did not watch it at all, uh, but I have been seeing images from it, and uh, I've heard some things about it. Um, one of those things that I heard was, in fact, that uh, not one black performer won an award. Okay, fine. So. I, that really shouldn't matter, but it does for some reason in the world that we live in. I'll tell you why it shouldn't matter. Black people shouldn't be looking for achievements from Emmy Award shows or Grammy Award shows. They should be happier about getting things from the Trumpet Awards or from um, uh, the, even the BET Awards, even though that's not even black. Uh, Soul Train Music Awards. Uh, heritage awards, those kind of things. That's what, where we should be happy to get our rewards from, from our community, as far as those things go. And it's not because of racism. I'm not being racist. I'm just being honest. Um, stop seeking rewards from people who don't want to give it to you. 
I mean, Grammys, Grant last year was talking about they apologize for, for, for not recognizing minority artists more than they do. Uh, great. Here's my issue with that. And here's why I want, really want to talk about this. This is about the whole entertainment feel and about what they really are. They claim to be liberal in their point of views and they're not really as liberal as they say they are. This is honest truth. Have you really listened to the things they say and the things they do? Um, so Hollywood on, on, on uh, black issues, how do they solve that black issue? So, uh, what I do is make sure that Denzel Washington and, uh, the same folks every time an award show comes up gets an award. We nominate the same people in the category. Now, there are a lot of good black artists out there. There's a lot of good black directors. Ryan Coogler. Look what he did with uh, Black Panther and some other movies that he created. Look, look what he did with uh, Creed. Ryan Coogler's a good director. Uh, the man who directed... Um, I mean, this is, you know, Peel from Key and Peel. Look what he did. Look, look at it. Look at look at the movies he's done. Us. I mean, you know, you got black people, black artists that are doing great things, and they're not getting the proper just desserts for what they do anyway. From Hollywood, and then that's it's the whole image of black people that have a problem with Hollywood. Okay. Sure, there are good images of black people in Hollywood, but they are few and far between. Let me say this again. We have many good images of black people, but they are few and far between. Oprah is a good image of black people. She's become that billionaire. And some people have problems with her and what she stands for um, or what her religious beliefs and all that other stuff and say Oprah's not really black come on she owns a whole network out there you know we got a black man that owns a studio he's putting out good movies you know forget my dear I have problems with my dear personally just to be honest with you I have issues with my dear period but um what he's doing is wonderful. I mean, the, he, he, you know, some of the movies are kind of corny, but he's got a lot of good ones out there as well. They're family and they're wholesome. Now, where I have a problem is well, with white side of the entertainment business, what they try to push. They're paying millions of dollars to Takashi 6 9 and the gangster rap image. That's what they want to push. They push that. Well, it sells. It sells. It's got gangster rap and all that. And I'm not talking about Ice Cube or Ice T or those guys back in the day. They did their thing too. But at the same time, Hollywood paid for that. I remember back in the day when I um, used to watch these guys. Uh, you know, they didn't like MC Hammer. MC Hammer was a sellout. They like Jay-Z. Jay-Z was a punk. Now, Jay-Z, you know, 
he's made money off the gangster image. That's why he's a billionaire now. Him and Dr. Dre, billionaires. KRS-One and guys like that, they're millionaires. But they've been more socially conscious people. They talk about the things of their community. KRS-One is from the old school. Nowadays, if you want to hear socially conscious music, you listen to folks like uh, Lecrae, KB, Trip Lee, Tadashi. You know, and y'all don't even know who those names are, but guess what? They're big in their industry because they're talking about that. I mean, if you want to talk about other people who talk about good subjects, Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar. Most of the rappers nowadays, however, are stuck talking about booty, money, drugs, killing folks. They do do that. They still do that today. And, you know, I know I used to listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony and all that. And here I go sounding like that. I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at what Hollywood's doing to them. Because Bone Thugs and Harmony actually had a message with their music too. Even even all, all the guys back in the day, now it seems like they glorify it more than they do anything else. Back then they had a message in their songs. What, that's why I felt I was like, you're telling your story. You're telling your hood story, where you came from. That's music. Now, the Emmys. Here's the issue I had with the Emmys. And here's where the LGBT community is going to come after me about this. And it's not really about you guys at all. Okay? I'm the same person that's staying with you. When y'all want to get married. That's your your choice is what you, you want. If you want to get married, you, you guys should be getting married. That's the person you love. That's the person you love. I mean, I have my religious beliefs. But I'm not going to let, let that get in the way of you making your choices. And I don't. I think it's wrong for somebody not to bake you a cake at your, for your wedding. I, I really do. I think that's wrong. Now, here's where Hollywood gets in the way. So, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the images that are coming out of the Emmy Awards and what they're so proud of, the black men they're all pl proud of. I'm, and the first thing I see is, of course, two black men, of course, in um, androgynous outfits that are gender, what to call, quote-unquote, gender neutral. Black men. Where are the white men? I'm, they're gay white men. I, I, but here's the thing in Hollywood. I never see gay white men doing that. I mostly see them in tuxedos. They stand there with their significant other, but they're in tuxedos. But we, the black people, have to clown for folks. So we put on dresses and on androgynous outfits. And I understand gay people, ain't, uh, you know, hey, that's your lifestyle. But it bothers me that we have to be the ones to clown for Hollywood. Well, we live in a world where we need positive in images of black men, too. And I understand y'all are positive to a certain degree. Then we get Nas X with the, the pictures of the baby and, and the, you know, uh, twerking on the devil. And I'm worried about what we're doing to black men. It's what we're doing to black men. We're not doing that with, we, we're not even worried about uh, the other side of this, right? Because when their their people do that, it's like it's normal for us. It's like we got to push it out front and keep pushing it out front that you're doing it. They still keep theirs in the background. You you just haven't paid any attention. 
every time I turn on a TV show, not every time, but a lot of times I turn on TV shows, the images of black men they want to show. It's gangster or it's in a dress. I'm not saying that there aren't good men out there, but they've got to be younger than Denzel Washington or Idris Elba. They really have to be because I know they're out there. I just can't see them. That's not who they're showing. They're showing me Nas X. That's the front runner right now. And everybody's shut up. Don't talk about Nas X. Don't talk about. It. Hey, I have no problem with Nas X being who he is. He can do whatever he wants in his movies, his videos, everything else. The issue I have is the image portrayed of black men by Hollywood. And you should have an issue with that. He's freestyling. He's showing his freedom. I just got through talking about Haiti a few minutes ago, right? The image of black men in America has caused that. The image of black men in America has got these fools out there screaming, hey, you know, Black Lives Matter is uh, formed by lesbian witchcraft worshipers and all this stuff. And that's a lie. That's a whole bunch of lie. And I will not, will not, will not support that lie. That's a lie. But those are images that they try to use. And don't think that the people who are putting you on TV are there to support you. They're to support their cause. I'm going to put a TV full of black people on TV. I'm not going to give you any awards or anything, but I'm going to put your face on TV. The more I do it, the more they see you, right? The more they see what I'm doing. So I look good. It's kind of like when they decided to change the ancient Mima bottle in the name of the syrup. It's just an image thing or the take the name off of the Washington football team. It's just an image thing. It doesn't change what's in a person's heart or what they're really doing, what they really believe, right? Images. That's what Hollywood's doing. They think this is what they're doing for black people. Sometimes we have to watch it ourselves, black people. We kind of let this go and we kind of let that go. Now, see, I can't, I'm not even going to put this on Facebook. If I put this on Facebook, most likely they're going to tell me I have to take this post down because of the things I just said would bother a lot of people. Let me tell you who I found brave the other day. I was listening to I Am Athlete. They were talking about Shakari Richardson. And they brought up something that said that's hypocrisy. Now, see, this is going to bother y'all when I say it. But this is what they said. They said, don't you find it ironic that it's wrong for Shakari Richardson to smoke a joint? But you got people running around who are non-gender conforming in the Olympics who have taken testosterone to perform in, a, in an event where hormone taking hormones is illegal. Hmm? Images, my friend, images. That black woman became the face of black women for a while in sports. Though there are many others that are out there and it's wrong what they did to her. 
I mean, we have to think about this. We really have to think about the things that we're doing, right? Consciously thinking about that. And we have to think about the image that we let people portray of us and not of ourselves. There's a reason why they're pushing you out front when they're not pushing everybody else out front. James Baldwin was one of the greatest uh, civil rights people of all time. He was gay, openly gay. But when he fought, he remind he had to remind people that the black side of him is the problem. That's the problem, not the gay side. It's the it's the, it's the black part of him. It's a fight for gay people in this country because you know of all the religious and traditional things and values in the United States. But it's different for a black man. They see you black. They see your blackness before they see your gayness. Just remember that when you decide what images you let people make in you into. I applaud you black men for doing what you feel is best, but at the same time, I want to see positive images of black men. I do have problems with men painting their nails with their children and wearing dresses just to satisfy some feeling of or ego. I don't believe in gender neutrality as such, but I do believe that there are people who believe in it and that's their right to believe in that. I guess that's where I'm going to end this particular post today. Uh, but thank you again. I hope I didn't lose a lot of you by talking about this subject because this is a hard subject to talk about. But thank you again for tuning in and thought you were woke. No speed limit by that cast. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll see you again next week. Peace. Just a reminder that Thought You Woke No Speed Limit podcast is also available on Spotify, on Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, Pocket Caster, among others. Uh, please tune in to our, one of our podcasts. We do have more to say, and I hope you enjoy.